Welcome back, kids. This is Life Happened Anyway. I'm your host, Adam Troutman. This is an original song, by the way, called Life Happened Anyway. It's been a long time. It's time once again to talk about life, love, the pursuit of badassery. Man, it has been a while. And I was looking at the dates. It has been a year, by the way. It's been an entire year, kids, since I've done this. And I decided to pick the project back up, actually, um, really recently. Um, I wasn't sure, you know, I was having a hard time restarting it. And part of it was I just needed... I needed this endeavor to be a little more, I think off the cuff, kind of like I just naturally am. Um, I was editing a lot and putting it through all kinds of, or the podcast and the, on the tech side, right on the production side, I was doing a bunch of stuff and, and it is cool. Um, but I, I just kind of wanted to try a little more <laughs> ad lib, a little less production, um, so I'm going to be saying the ums and you might hear me breathing. And I mean, I edited all that stuff out if you go back and listen. Um, and, you know, I might find my words or try to find my words and, you know, we're just going to just do it. Uh, I think I think that's the way to do it today. That's for sure. So uh, I'm coming to you from beautiful McCall, Idaho at the Shore Lodge. I kind of off the cuff decided that I needed to... Um, just get out of, of my home environment, uh, for a night. Uh, I had kind of a rough night and a rough day yesterday and, uh, I kind of have the sads. <laughs> so I needed to redirect this energy, right? I just, I felt I needed to do something creative and productive. And so off the cuff, they had a really beautiful lakeside suite open. And I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. Right. It's only money. So I rode my beautiful Harley up here, and it's a gorgeous day. It's not as smoky as it's been. It's been really smoky uh, in Idaho, uh, where I live. But uh, it is a gorgeous day. It's a beautiful September sky, finally. And so you might hear people walking out you know, on the path outside or boats in the distance or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to do this less production, if that makes sense. I've got a friend of mine that does a podcast called uh, I Hardly Know Her, and she, uh, uh, my friend Megan, does this podcast, and it's purely like on her phone. <laughs> she just like talks on her phone, and then she has a program she uses, and there's like no editing. I think she's got like some intro stuff built in, but she just goes for it. So I figure if it could work for her, maybe it can work for me, and uh, we'll see kind of where it goes. Holy cow, though, the, the kind of the irony of me relaunching this and kind of relaunching and putting a new season. So this is season two. Life happened anyway. And it has been a year to the day, like as of tomorrow, by the time I probably post this, I, I might I might post it tonight, but it's been a year since my last podcast. And I really don't have like the greatest answer as to why I stopped doing it. Um, I had a really great year of, of like personal therapy and personal growth. And so I just didn't feel the creative, the creative drive as much. 
I was working a lot, you know, I was flying a lot and, uh, and I just didn't feel it. But now, now I'm back to kind of cultivate some of that creativity. Once again, it, it all kind of started actually, uh, the, the, the decision to really pick this up and do something started about four weeks ago. Um, I had, um, put my, one of my other motorcycles, I had, I hit this patch of gravel and it put my front tire on the side of the, of the road into these like really deep, like crevices and cracks. And I got thrown from the bike. Uh, so I had some road rash and, and I was dinged up a little bit, but you know, thankfully I'm, you know, I was okay, but I ended up taking a few weeks off of work. I took a, you know, like FMLA leave and, uh, something, some things just started happening for me and it's kind of hard to explain, but I'm going to do my best with, uh, with this episode to kind of, kind of, uh, share where I'm at with some things. Um, I I just kind of had this weird, like spiritual and personal awakening during the last month that I just started to really feel a sense of, of, uh, awareness of my world and, and, my energy and what was going on and what was moving and what wasn't moving and what was making me happy and, and what wasn't making me happy. So I was on Instagram and this acquaintance of mine and like former, former music colleague, he has kind of an inspirational uh, page for his uh, Instagram. And he had this post and it was like this, Venn diagram. So I, I call this the three bubbles. <laughs> so if you're taking notes, kids, uh, I, I call it the three bubbles and you can really name these, whatever you want. So imagine these, these Venn, this Venn diagram and on, on one, one, one circle is what you're good at. The next circle is what you feel appreciated in. And then the next circle is where you are doing good for other people and affecting other people's lives in a positive way. So, I mean, you could put whatever you want in there. It can be shallow. It can be deep, whatever that is, but kind of where those things meet is exactly where you should be. And at first I really took that mainly like a job thing almost, but I think it's, it's way deeper than that. And as I was chewing on that, it really hit me really, really, really fucking hard. Um, I realized that, that my regional airline career that, that I was in and the airline industry in general, I was, (laughs) I was just not, uh, not content there. And I, I was, I was kind of beating myself up as to why I had so much to be thankful for. I mean, here's this big, beautiful, shiny, sexy jet that I get the privilege to fly and the privilege to work hard and get people safely, you know, to, from A to B. But what I realized was I, while I had this, I have this, I should say have not had, right. But I have this intense sense of, of accomplishment when I do the job. So when I'm on the job, I feel this really intense sense of accomplishment um, you know, here comes this, you know, 90,000 pound, you know, twin turbo fan jet. And, and I come in and I, I, you know, paint the, the tires on the runway and grease it. You know, we call that a greaser in the biz. And 
I feel such a sense of accomplishment with those skills, but I have no, like, there's no personal uh, sense of, of, um, of love or of, of recognition or, you know, like really affecting others in a powerful way. I realized that it was fairly one dimensional, right? Like I'm good at it. So it fills one of the, one of the bubbles or one of the circles. Um, I'm good at it. Um, I, I don't feel appreciated on any level in the airline gig. Um, I have lately just felt like an, the smallest cog in a massive machine that could just give two shits about me and what I'm doing. Even as I look back with all the things I had to go through, uh, because of a DUI that I had a few years ago and, and, and therapy with alcohol abuse and, and all kinds of things. Um, they don't care. My company doesn't care. The FAA medical doesn't care. It's all about passing risk and covering butts. If I bend an airplane, they have, they don't give a shit about me and my life and my friends and my family. They don't care. And I am, let me frame this too. I'm grateful for what I had to do. If that makes sense, I would never go back and change it. But that also doesn't mean I have to sit in something that I am grossly underpaid and grossly underappreciated. And I just decided that I wasn't going to do that and I wasn't going to put up with it anymore. Um, this will be in a later episode, but I, I sold my house, uh, this last spring and like all, you know, real estate markets, I think currently, um, it was nuts. I mean, it sold in like two hours. (laughs) It was crazy. Um, made really good money off of it and, and got out of debt. And, um, again, I'll, I'll reveal all the details of that. Cause that was quite a emotional process too. I come to find out. Um, but I kind of set myself up where I don't have to have that job or I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to deal with the job that I don't want to. And I ended up pulling the trigger and saying that this, this, no longer serves my life, uh, this job. So I left my airline gig. Um, and it was, it seemed, it seemed sudden, even though I've been kind of chewing on it. I, I mean, really seriously, probably for the last, I don't know, six months, I've kind of wondered where I'm, you know, where I'm going with it. And, you know, was I going to go apply at a major airline? Was I going to go do something different? And, and I just, it just hit me something inside said that it was going to be okay and that I don't have to do that anymore. So I didn't, um, I gave them virtually no notice. I was not going back as I, as the leave of absence was coming to a close. I, I knew, I knew in my gut that that was it, that the last trip I took at the beginning of August, that that was it. The last, last time I was going to fly that plane. So I did it. So I pulled the trigger (laughs) And I've been thinking, you know, what are the endeavors that that do make me whole and and speak to my soul and who I am? And I and as I was thinking about it, you know, this podcast was one of the endeavors that really came up for me that said I need to really pick it back up. I'm not saying that I want to make it a job, right? But I I want to share the why. I want I want to share what about this project that has moved me 
so powerfully. And ironically enough, what I'm going to read you here was a year ago on the 15th. So this is just in a day and a half. This was a year ago. Um, a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, um, her name's Jesse. She lives in Montana. Hi, Jesse. Cause I'm, I know you're going to listen and I love your face. Um, she had Facebook messaged me. She had messaged me and with this beautiful message that I don't know if I can even get through it without crying. I'm going to try. Um, but it was really, really powerful. And the feedback I've gotten from this from a lot of you has, I've looked back at it and it's really reinvigorated me. And I, and I just want to say thank you. So here's, here's the message and here's a big piece of why I'm coming back. Uh, so yeah, so this is the 15th, uh, 2020. So a year ago and it's from my friend, Jesse, Adam, I've been listening to your podcast for hours and I've been in tears the entire time. Tears of joy and reminiscence, of recognition and enlightenment. Without getting into the nitty-gritty, well, I can't even do this without crying. Without getting into the nitty-gritty of my own bullshit, I want you to know with complete sincerity that you may very well have saved my life. Hearing someone I've known for so long speak honestly about being down and out, owning it, and choosing to get better and do be- and do better is exactly what I needed. I didn't know I needed you right now, but I'm eternally grateful that I was able to push a button and hear your voice. Thank you. Love you, brother. Always keep on keeping on. You never know when your own quest might save someone else. Oh, okay. Oh man. I literally can't get through that without crying. That is uh, one of the sweetest things anyone ever has ever written to me. Uh, and she's right. She's right that you never know by, by being vulnerable and showing yourself the good, bad, and the ugly. And I have already in season one of this, there's, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly for sure. Everything from rehab to, to crazy party to everything, everything. And you never know who you might affect. And that, that is, gives me purpose. You know, as I've been thinking about this, that, that, that is makes me want to do this more and and bring more content to you guys and share life and be vulnerable and nitty gritty and you know just getting in there because we need it right now i need it right now and um i'm super super grateful for the opportunity um yeah a lot's been happening <laughs> yeah quitting the job and I, you know, I think, uh, you know, the second I did that, the irony is I, I, I was looking to, to quit and this kind of just shows where I think things are moving in my life. I had said to a former student of mine, he took me to coffee, a flight student of mine, and his name's Jake. What up, Jake? Uh, I was telling him kind of where I was with things and he had just gotten a job with a, uh, an owner, it was a, a, a family that owns, you know, a small business jet and a, a medium sized kind of turboprop plane. Um, and he had just gotten hired on by these guys and he went to his boss and gave my number to him. And then I ended up meeting the chief pilot there. And now I've also met the owner and they're 
considering kind of bringing me on this owner operator situation, which would be crazy cool. It's something that's local in the town I live in. It's not a lot of overnights. It's like double the money that my airline was paying me. Um, that it just, it's kind of like these opportunities came out of the woodwork. Once I took a pivot and just made a decisive choice to put something else in my life. That, does that make sense to actually put out there what you want? And I'm not trying to get too, you know, mojo, Jojo magic-y on you. Although who knows I might later, but you have to put something out there. If you want something different in your life, you have to, you have to make a change. You can't build a new house or I should say, if you want something new, sometimes the old's got to go. And that was the situation was that I realized, and I've realized as I've reflected, the airline gig represented so much of who I was then that the job and the field doesn't match who I am now at the end of that process. And even this morning, and I shit you not, kids, I had breakfast with a friend of mine who uh, works for um, like a a life flight place and she flies um, an airplane for them. And I told her that, Hey, I quit. I quit the airline gig and I don't know what I'm doing, but I don't care. (laughs) I'm just going to go back to, you know, flight instructing and playing music and doing things that, you know, I should do. Um, And so after our conversation, she put me in a text chain with her boss and her boss wants to meet me because they need pilots. So there's just like multiple things happening, like whether I'm going to do a medevac thing or private stuff. I, I have no clue guys. I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to let the chips in some ways kind of fall. I'm going to go talk to everyone and I'm going to go where um, I'm going to go where my intuition takes me and I'm going to go with what fulfills those circles, right? What fulfills those bubbles and puts me in a place that I'm appreciated and I'm good at it and I'm compensated for it, but I'm also affecting lives in a positive way. And I I don't know exactly where that looks, but that'll be kind of the, kind of the point. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's fucking crazy, right? All I did was take a pivot. All I did was take a, a move in a different direction. Um, and all this stuff started kind of falling in place. And I, I'm very grateful. I, I have a lot of gratitude today. Um, I mean, I'm literally looking out, you guys, at this beautiful lake. It's called Payette Lake. And I'm looking at this gorgeous lake view. And I'm starting, I'm actually doing season two, episode one with you guys. And I'm full of gratitude. I don't know, don't know the answers of where I'm going to go tomorrow, but... I don't have to. <laughs> that that's what I'm grateful for is I don't have to have the answers today. I don't have to know everything right now. It, I had a friend of mine say or his therapist had said to him that it doesn't have to be a forever uh decision for it to be the right the right call in the moment. So in other words, um what what it was about for him was it was, it was, you know, his current girlfriend. Um, he was kind of unsure about some things. It was a very tumultuous beginning for them. And his therapist said, look, it doesn't have to be forever, man. But if you feel like you want to explore this, then explore it. And it, it works out long-term where it doesn't, but it doesn't mean it's the wrong call now. 
And that was, that was amazing advice. You know, I think that was just a couple of weeks ago. He and I were at brunch and he told me that. So if it comes to whatever, it comes to, to these, these jobs that have coming, it comes to my own dating life, it comes to my own music, uh, stuff coming up that I'm changing up. Um, and this podcast, it doesn't have to be forever for it to be a good call right now. And I'm really, I'm really happy and I'm really excited about things. So I, I have a lot in store. I have a, a really cool big list of topics, everything from a lot more music stories from my music career. Um, and I've got a lot of, uh, of like mental health stuff I want to talk about. I have all kinds of cool stuff. I have probably good, I don't know, 15 or 20 topics. I don't know how long this particular quote season will go, but, but I have a lot of really cool stuff that I want to bring to you guys. Um, so yeah, I'm, I don't even, even think I'm going to like listen back to this. I'm just literally going to cut it and download it, uh, onto my host site for, for my podcast and shoot it to you guys. And I think I'll probably do it like, let's see tonight. I just think it's a great idea. Um, thank you. I, I just, I thank you guys so much for listening every single week. And I shit you not every single week. I get an email from my, my web, my podcast host, and I have downloads every single week continually. So it's, you know, a growing audience and, and maybe people redownload. I don't, I don't know what the metric is or exactly how it all works. I just know that I'm getting downloads constantly and it's back. I'm back. And I just want to say, welcome back to life happened anyway. I'm Adam Troutman. See you next time. Fear is